0: Welcome to Wisdom of Women, the podcast to bring you insights of successful women leaders. I'm your host, Sherry Hilton, and whether you're a working professional looking to level up, an aspiring entrepreneur, or simply curious about the stories of women who are making a difference, this podcast is for you. Our guests come from diverse backgrounds and industries, but they all share one thing in common. They've overcome challenges and achieved success through hard work, determination, and a willingness to take risks. They will tell their personal journeys, the lessons they've learned along the way, and the wisdom they've gained. Join me each week as we dive into the experiences and perspectives of extraordinary women and discover the inspiration and motivation you need to achieve your own goals. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Wisdom of Women. Today, our guest, Sherry Wurtz, is a dental hygienist, and she's been a dental hygienist for 30 years. And Here on Wisdom of Women, we talk about the paths women take and the lessons we learned and the hurdles we have to overcome so that we can make other women's paths shorter, And Sherry, today we're gonna focus on mindset. And with her journey, mindset is very apparent in the shift she took in her career. She's a dental hygienist, but lately she's uh, starting to shift a little and focusing on oral uh, symptomatic connection, how that oral health affects your body. And that journey came out of. A mindset and working on our mindset shift that she had to work on from personal hurdles in her life. I'm going to introduce Sherry. I'm going to let you talk about yourself for a minute, and then we'll dive right in.
1: Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. And yes, mindset has been huge for me. And you know, now that I've been listening to you talk, it can for me. I can go all the way back from the beginning. Um, I was sick as a child. My mom uh, took a drug that. Um, created some issues with me. I had iron deficiency. I had tetracycline. And they now know that if you give tetracycline to kids under the age of 12, it causes staining on their teeth. And so oh. kids made fun of me because my teeth were dark, which is how I ended up being a dental hygienist because how I looked and my appearance made kids make fun of me. And it, it affected my self-esteem, which affected my mindset. So you could say mindset has probably been something I've been working on my entire life. And it's what led me down my career path as a dental hygienist, because I didn't want other kids to suffer the same thing that I did growing up. And it wasn't until I got braces that I actually started to smile. And people would ask my mom what was wrong with me because I didn't smile. It's not that anything was wrong with me. It's that people made fun of me or asked, did I know how to brush my teeth? Why were my teeth so dark? So going down this journey of becoming a dental hygienist and making my teeth white Um, That's how I ended up doing that. And then I ended up um, having difficulty getting pregnant and going through eight miscarriages and then having breast cancer and um, just having to overcome all of these challenges. And I started out helping kids with their self-esteem, helping prevent cavities. And as I went on this journey, what I realized was that cavities wasn't just about brushing and flossing that I learned at school. It was about your whole body and about pH and how are you breathing. And what are you eating and what are you drinking? And it just led me to where I am today.
0: It's amazing that as a child, something that bothered you and you were picked on is what steered you in the path of dental hygiene. And it's not until your later years when you started working on your internal self, as opposed to that smile. And the external of what everybody sees and, you know, that inner, we talked about inner critic in a previous episode. So you hear what everybody's thoughts are, right? They are not smiling. You didn't want to smile because of the color of your teeth. So you go to fix that. You go into dental hygiene. And then later in life, your challenges that you're faced with, not being able to get pregnant, having miscarriages, going through a divorce, um, that you you turned inward and started working on the mindset shift. And then now that's really morphing how you handle your practice as well.
1: Yes. And it's starting a whole new career because now I'm going into myofunctional therapy because of everything I've learned in this journey. So I'll, I'll eventually be out of dental hygiene and helping people. It's basically physical therapy for your mouth.
0: Wow. Wow, and tell us about your journey. so the mindset, right? what so, did, or what it, how did you dig deep into mindset to make that shift for yourself?
1: So I'm gonna say that it started with not being able to um have a baby. I I wanted to like you know the dream get married, have kids, and live happily ever after. And um, that kind of came crashing to a halt when I found out that I was not going to be able to have children. And we saw five specialists. And with every specialist I saw that told me that wasn't possible, something inside me was like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, for so much of my life, I listened to what other people said about me, what their narrative was about me. And something about not being able to get pregnant, I started listening to my own intuition. And um, started to find doctors that told me there was a possibility instead of doctors that were telling me there wasn't a possibility. So that's when I switched from Western medicine to Eastern medicine, because they have a totally different way of looking at the body and they don't treat just the symptoms. They look at the, all the 11 s- systems that are working in your body and why aren't they functioning working together, and what could be the root cause of why I wasn't able to get pregnant. And I found a chiropractor who also worked with uh, Chinese medicine and he gave me herbs and acupuncture and he said, give me three months. And, you know, I think we can get you pregnant and three months to the day I was pregnant again and six weeks in started spotting and went to my regular doctor. And he said, this, this isn't going to happen. You're going to miscarry this one too. And um, I had taken a girlfriend with me that appointment and she said, we're not leaving until you do an ultrasound. Like we want to hear an ultrasound. And out of the eight miscarriages I had, this was the first time that I actually heard the heartbeat oh, one really good day. I knew that I was going to carry her to term. So her name is faith. Cause I felt that was the only appropriate name I could give her after all of that. And, you know, I just believed that I had to have faith to have, have faith. Yeah. And I believed myself and what I was hearing internally, that this was possible. And then if you believed you could manifest that, like you just have to believe it's possible. Don't let this get you down. It's not true. And I don't know what it was, divine intervention, you know, just listening to my intuition, spiritual guides, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I never gave up and I believed that I could do it. And then fast forward, once um, she was born, she started having some issues Um, she was spitting out toothpaste she didn't like toothpaste her teeth were really tight together Um, and i didn't know sensory things were an issue when she was little now we know a lot more than we know now so she started having dental problems and she did not have spaces between her teeth and i now know that if kids don't have spaces between their teeth they're going to grow up and have airway problems and those symptoms are wetting the bed adhd um, not being able to focus dark circles under your eyes night terrors Um, And these are all things that are related to sleep disordered breathing and your tongue and how it's functioning. And until I went through that with her, I didn't know any of this. Her dad was a dentist. I'm a dental hygienist. We weren't taught this in school that your tongue could create all of these problems and these symptoms. So send me down another path. Um, And that's how I started through this. And then I started a podcast and helping people and then found out I had breast cancer.
0: Wow. you know, So that was just I, like another- The journey that you've taken has had ups and downs. And I cannot imagine the mindset and the shift of having so many miscarriages and not being able to get pregnant and trusting that intuition and that one doctor that believed it was possible. And that's what made the difference for you.
1: yes, to believe you. And most of the time it's yourself, right? Um, you need to believe that you can do it. And I, I do believe, I think that having her and going through all of that, what it taught me was that if you believe you can make anything happen, regardless of what everyone around you is telling you, because everyone was telling me it wasn't possible. Even my husband was saying, you know, I think we need to give up. Let's try adopting. And we did adopt um, and three months in the mother changed her mind. And so that was a traumatic experience in itself. So we had the baby for three months and I was like, I just, I I can't, I can't do this. And so I think just believing, believing in yourself, believing what you're feeling no matter what. And that's, that's where the mindset came in with me. So then when I started down this path that I'm doing now, I just thought, you know what? I have that same feeling that I had when I was told that I couldn't have a baby and I have all these people telling me you can't sell prevention because what you want to do is preventing a problem for kids like teaching moms about this. You can't sell prevention. And again, that same feeling I had when I couldn't have a child is what has come over me with what I'm doing now. And so I, I just, I think that sometimes you just have to go with it. The pull of what is meant for you sometimes is greater than what you visualize for yourself.
0: And there's so many people in society that don't believe or see the work that it takes to get something in that direction, or it hasn't been done, or it's not commonplace. And in in my mind, it's about finding your people, right? Mm-hmm. Finding your group of people that believe in you and support you and your crazy ideas, because that inner voice. You don't want it to get to a point where it's screaming at you to get your true purpose out. It's about creating that mindset and that community that supports you and lifts you up and gives you the right mental fortitude to get through the struggles that you're going to face. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And I think the cancer, to be honest with you, I created the cancer in my body because things happened. I was very angry and I wasn't living my true purpose. I was living what somebody else wanted and what their vision of life was. And so even though I had these things, I kept being told, you can't do that. You have a child. You can't do that. We already have a business. You know, this is what we've already done. And so I just kept putting that down. And then after I had the cancer and I realized that you have to take ownership of your health. You get one body, you are the owner. And going through this cancer journey, figuring out with what was going on with my daughter and how we breathe, oxygen is the number one thing you need to survive and thrive. I teach CPR. If you don't have oxygen for four to six minutes, you're dead. So it starts with how we breathe. And then nutrition, this cancer, you create an environment in your body, you can uncreate it. Food is medicine. And there's so many drugs on the market for both my daughter and myself. We are very sensitive to drugs. So we have a lot of those side effects. So drugs didn't work. We had to find the natural way for us to heal our own bodies. So that led me down that path. And then water and what's in our water. When we tested, we had so many heavy metals and things. And I realized that that was in our water with testing our water. So that's where I came up with oxygen, water, nutrition, enough sleep, because for her, she wasn't getting enough sleep. It was creating ADHD, which was really a sleep disorder breathing. She didn't have attention deficit disorder. She did. To a extent, because she was tired and she couldn't focus. And so when you can't focus, you can't do anything. You know as an adult how you feel when you're sleep deprived. Now think of a child who can't tell you that they're, they're tired. They don't know why all yeah. these things are happening. They're just acting out with bad behavior. So her bad behavior was because she wasn't sleeping. So it was this huge thing. So not getting enough sleep just knocks your whole body out of the cycle because you're not getting your four cycles of sleep. You're always in fight or flight. Your circadian rhythm is off. And that's when our memories restore. That's when our body rests and repairs. And there's so many people, it's an epidemic now of sleep apnea and not sleeping. And so we have to respect that one body and listen to the cues that our body is giving us. So when I went to the doctor, I was losing my hair. Um, My nails were breaking and I was extremely tired and I'm not tired. And the doctor was like, it's just stress. Well, then I'm a dental hygienist and my gums start bleeding. And I know that bleeding gums is a sign that something's out of whack in your body. I I didn't have, I wasn't diabetic. I didn't have a thyroid problem. So the only other thing is cancer, right? And then also, if you have gum disease and gum issues, you can have low birth weight, low term, um, low, low birth weight, um, preterm delivery. So all of these things that happen in your mouth can affect your body. And so that's what led me down the path that I am now. So it's just interesting how things happen and how it leads you down, what your purpose is going to be. And as people, we aren't fulfilled unless we are helping others and doing what our passion is. And that just puts everything all together, I think, in one ball.
0: Yeah. When we talk about mindset and your passion and your purpose, you don't feel, I think when we spoke earlier, you don't feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. unless You're pursuing what truly lights you up and ignites the inside of you. And sometimes it takes a mindset shift to get there. And you also mentioned your body as a whole, right? So your acronym is owner. And you're the owner of the one body that was given to you. And it's a whole body. And we have to take care of it both nutrition and health-wise, as well as the energy and protecting the energy around us, which is that negative energy, so that we have a positive mindset and we're feeding it the correct way and we can quiet those inner critics. Go back over. So owner, owner of your body is your acronym. And Mm -hmm. the owner stands for oxygen, water, nutrition, enough sleep, and the R was uh, respect our body. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And that's now what you work with through your practice. Correct. Yes. Yeah.
1: And mindset um,
0: yeah. is huge because it
1: starts with mindset. So I say it starts from the top down. What is your mindset? How are you breathing? What are you putting in? Are you getting enough sleep? And if you don't have the basic needs, then you're just surviving. You can't thrive unless you meet all of those basic needs.
0: Yeah, because when we talked, it's if you're under stress and you're trying to fit in and do something that doesn't fulfill you, you're in that stressful fight or flight mode on a continual basis, right? I can speak for myself. A lot of women... We're running from point A to point B. We're doing what we need to do to survive, to get through, to raise the children, to get, you know, the the job, the career, you know, the keeping the house straight, running the kids to sports. So it's it's almost as if we're continually in a fight or flight. Lack of sleep. Yes. And then when we finally do fall asleep, I think you explained it as we're breathing in that fight or flight mode. So we're never getting the rest that our mind needs to recuperate and process what happened that day and enough REM, which is then causing the next set of problems that our body's there to face. Yep.
1: Yep. And a CPAP machine in my mind is just like a pill. It's not addressing the root cause for a lot of people. So 50% of the people that wear CPAP machines are not compliant with that. Um, and so you really need to figure out why you're not sleeping. And a lot of people don't even know they're, they're having night sweats. They're getting up and going to the bathroom. They're waking up, still feeling tired. And it's because they're not actually waking up. They may be and turning. So either way they're getting knocked out of that circadian rhythm and they're not getting enough sleep. And a lot of times it does have to do with tongue posture, neck position. You know, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping on your back? Are you sleeping, you know, down forward, a lot of kids that have, um, sleep disordered breathing, they sleep with their butt up in the air because that keeps their tongue out of their airway. And that's how they're getting enough airway. So our body compensates. Our body is amazing. We don't even know that it's compensating. And so a lot of people will say to me, well, I can't breathe through my nose. So I just breathe through my mouth. Well, we need to figure out why, why can't you breathe through your nose? And that's what we should be addressing. Because if you can't breathe through your nose, you're not getting enough oxygen. You're getting 18% less oxygen. And you're just not living as healthy as you think and yes it's now sets a domino effect of now you have high cortisol you have high cholesterol if your cortisol is up no matter how much you try to lose weight you're probably not going to because you're not getting that sleep so if you're a person that you can't figure out why you're not losing any weight it's probably your cortisol that's happening because of how you're sleeping so it's this huge cycle that, you know, a lot of times we just don't address, we don't see, because that's not what we look
0: at. We treat the symptoms. So what are some tidbits or how do we work on it? Um, you know, like like I, your story when we were speaking earlier about how we're breathing in that fight or flight mode through our mouths, like we're stressful all night long and not getting a good sleep. That was a d- visualized. Um, If you could walk through that just for a moment, because I think that that would help understand some, some issues, right? Because if we're not getting rest and our mindset, we're in a constant battle to try to keep up. Mm -hmm. Yep, you are. So, you know, for some people, it's a little bit different for everyone.
1: So, I mean, I recommend nasal hygiene, especially if you can't breathe through your nose, um making sure that you clear that out whether it's with saline or there's a product called clear or even just warm water and blowing your nose before you go to bed but i was waking up with a stuffy nose and a headache and i thought there's no way that i can breathe through my nose there's something wrong with my nose and i was getting up and going to the bathroom three to three to four times in the middle of the night seeing a urologist so thousands of dollars seeing urologists. Again, i had a bladder problem and it was a mouth breathing problem and my tongue was blocking my airway, and I was breaking my teeth at night when I sleep because of grinding. And so I'm thinking, how can I be grinding or clenching my teeth, breaking my teeth, but sleeping with my mouth wide open and breathing? And what does that have to do with getting up and going to the bathroom in the middle of the night? So I, when I went through myofunctional therapy with my daughter for her bedwetting issues, because I was told she'd outgrow it, and she didn't. It grew into other problems. The therapist was like, you have these problems too. And it probably comes from your mom. It's a generational thing. My mom had sleep apnea where she stops breathing. And so it did come from her. But I, again, you only know what you know. And I didn't know that till I went down this this tunnel. So I started um, taping because that's what this therapist recommended after we did an evaluation and she looked at how things were functioning in my mouth. I started mouth taping. Took a couple weeks to get used to that because I thought I couldn't breathe. And it wasn't that I couldn't breathe. It was that breathing through my mouth created this domino effect and made it. So your body was like, okay, well, I'm not using your nose. I'm going to block that off so you can get some more air in. And then I was tossing and turning, getting up and going to the bathroom. So I never got six hours of unbreakable sleep. I was waking up every hour to every two hours. So it was no wonder why I wasn't sleeping and no wonder my body created cancer and I just wasn't getting sleep and I couldn't remember things. I was always in a fog, started mouth taping. Now all of a sudden I'm sleeping six hours without getting up. So a little bag of mouth tape, a little piece of
0: tape changed my life. Amazing. Amazing. And that helped with the mindset shifts too, because you were sleeping through the night and your body could rest and you could process life a little bit better
1: right so then that's when i was able to put all this stuff together because i couldn't for i was just trying to get through the day like all moms we put ourselves last as women we take care of ourselves last we ignore all of the symptoms that our body is telling us and some of these symptoms we don't even know that are happening because we don't know to look for them and so once i was able to sleep through the night it it was like oh my gosh i can function i'm not tired i don't wake up with a headache. Um, I don't want to, I don't drink coffee just because caffeine is not good for my body. But um, when I was waking up, I just, I didn't want to get up and start the day. I wanted to just continue to sleep in because I wasn't getting enough sleep. So actually having six hours of continual sleep gave me so much more energy, energy like I had before all of this stuff started happening.
0: Yeah. you know, a, a statement you had mentioned to me is, you know, we have everything inside of us to move forward. And so all your struggles and the hurdles, and you went inside to make those shifts and changes. You sought physicians because that voice inside of you was telling you, no, this is possible. I'm not going to take that as the answer and end all that I'm not going to have a daughter. And you, you found the doctor that believed it was possible. And you made those internal shifts In both mind and body. Correct. Yeah. So we do really have everything inside of us.
1: We do. Sometimes we just have to listen. And I think sometimes we make our lives so busy and then we have these now. So we're constantly like looking at them. We're almost programmed to when they buzz or when they do something to look and see what's happening. So we don't have a lot of time where we just sit or we ground um, and we just go back to nature. Just listen take the time to listen because you do, you get the warning signs, you get those little, we were talking, it's just, sometimes it's just a thought that pops in your head and you just don't think anything of it. Cause you think, no, that can't be true because it's not like knocking you overhead and saying, hello, Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to listen to this. So I think our bodies do give us everything we need. And I think we have what we need on the earth to heal, heal ourselves but we just have to find that. And sometimes it's not at least easy. So that's why I'm putting together this program and I have a healthy mouth academy and a healthy mouth moms group. So we can talk about these things. So maybe I can cut down some time or some issues that other moms are going through. So they don't have to learn the hard way. Like I did. I'm a dental professional. Her dad was a dentist and we didn't know to even look for all of this stuff. She wore braces three times because she had a tongue thrust that wasn't being corrected. So it doesn't matter how much you move the teeth in the mouth. If you don't correct the function, the form is going to change. And then that's going to just send everything else um, out of whack. So our mouth is really, really important, a lot more important than we realize.
0: What are some practices you do that helps you quiet listen to that voice and ground yourself do you have a morning or an evening or even a midday ritual that you just you know when that when when it happens you you need to do this or this is how i set my day or finish my day because that's what's made that shift in your in your mindset in your life It is. So
1: I started being grateful because when I went through cancer and I was in bed and people were taking care of me, which was a very humbling experience, being someone who's always on the go, not being able to take care of yourself, I started a gratitude practice, like just finding one thing I was grateful for. It started out with the fact that just that I was alive and I was there to be there with my daughter because I didn't think that cancer, breast cancer was a big deal. But when you have a body part cut off, it's a lot bigger deal than you think until you actually go through it. Um, I just thought, okay, my breasts are trying to kill me. Let's just cut them off because they give you three options. Um, So just trying to find one thing that you're grateful for when you're in a place like that, that's a start. And then at the end of each day, finding what it was you were grateful for in that day, whether it was a friend that came over, it was somebody that checked in on me. I think that's when I was the lowest in my entire life was when I went through that because I had never experienced anything like that before, never needed to use the healthcare system. Um, And I went through cancer with COVID. So they didn't let anyone come in with me. So it was a very lonely experience. And I don't think I'd ever been that alone in my entire life, even though I was surrounded by friends and loved ones. It's it's a personal choice that you have to make yourself. Nobody else can make you or, or... Make you make it, help you make it. So you had to just sit and think, what is the best thing for me? And I had to just ask myself, what do I feel that I can live with going forward? And then I also interviewed other women that had gone through it and asked them, you know, why did you make the choice you made? Um, if you had to do it again, what would you do differently? And that's where I made the choice that I made. So that's where mindset was so critical for me, and trying to figure out what was best for me and going within to figure out what was the best choice for me. And then after that, now that I've gone through this, it was like, okay, well, I went through all of this, why did I go through all of this? You can be a victim or you can figure out how you can help others with what you went through because I had other women help me help make my decisions, so I thought how can I help others with everything that I've gone through in my life? And that's where I started this journey. And that's where mindset comes in. Just one day at a time, journaling, writing down what you're grateful for, even if you're at your lowest moment and figuring out what is right for you and what is your path and what is your purpose, because that gets you through everything as well as your family and your friends.
0: Yeah. Gratitude. I hear it over and over and over again. So ladies, if you're not, if you don't have a gratitude journal, you just re- mentally make a note in your phone if 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 that's what you're, what's always with you. Because I find sometimes it's nice to be able to, when you're having that slump in your day or you're having those doubts or the inner critic is in your head and your mindset needs a shift, sometimes it's so helpful to look at that list to remember what you're grateful for and shift the negativity back to the to being positive and, and what you have to look forward to.
1: Yep. I have an alarm set at 11.11. 11, and in the notes, it says everything that I'm grateful for every day. So it reminds me to take a pause in the middle of my day, even though every morning I practice it, every night I practice it in the middle of the day. It's just a reminder of what am I grateful for. And I think that that's, that's one of the things that I practice. And then also, before I go to bed, I will go outside and I will ground now. Because I think I needed to get back to the earth. Not everybody feels that. But when I was doing my healing journey, I needed nature. So I will stand barefoot at night and then say what I'm grateful for.
0: I think in our society today, I I think back to even my childhood, right? You go back a couple of decades ago, kids were outside playing. Um, We did... A lot, I, I think we did a lot more outdoor activities. We, um, I, we still do, but our lives have gotten busier. I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking that. Life and the pace just has seemed to have sped up. So it's busier and it's very electronic now mm-hmm. between what's, you know, talking to us on our phone or, um, you know, we've got electronic doorbells and cameras and alarms and it there's a lot of pinging and external coming at us that's digital and not so much the air and the nature. Because I've heard some people say first thing in the morning, the best thing you can do is step outside and get natural sunlight Mm -hmm. to help with that waking up and the circadian rhythms and your practice of going outside at night to ground yourself. That's a great practice to get into.
1: It is, and a lot of us are low in vitamin d and people that have women have breast cancer almost everyone has low vitamin d so getting out and getting sunlight even 10 minutes a day is going to be very helpful because it's not the same as the supplements that you take so yes yeah. being outside and when we were little we played outside all day you know yeah. we would ride yeah. our bikes and come back my mom would call and i mean kids just don't do that anymore because we live in a different world it's not like they're outside playing unsupervised
0: like yeah. it was
1: when we were little
0: the street lights would come on and we knew that's when it was time to start heading home right yeah. so definitely
1: life is completely different than we were when we were younger and so i think practicing those things are going to be really important and just remembering that um you know you have you do have everything inside of you i believe and you you should follow your intuition there's just so much noise on the outside sometimes it's hard to hear
0: yeah so the gratitude and the taking time out in nature really helps your mindset. It helps me. Yes. And everybody's different in what they need. Yeah. But I definitely think it, It. It. in general, both are great practices to implement, even if it's for a short while, to see how they affect your mindset and if there's any changes in in the outlook and the mindset that you've got. And surrounding yourself with the correct people. Yes. That believe in you. Absolutely. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with people that you would like to be like,
1: because we do outgrow people. That's one thing I learned through this whole journey too, is sometimes people aren't meant to be in your life. And that I think that was really hard for me to get over. Um, when all of this stuff happened, some people are just, they're not meant to be there. They were meant to be there for part of your life and it's okay to let them go and to have boundaries and say, you know, you're, this just isn't serving me anymore because we do outgrow them. And not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Some people want to be stay-at-home moms, and that's what makes them happy, and that's great, and you shouldn't let anyone shame you if that's what you want to do. That's Raising kids is a wonderful thing because one of those kids might grow up and cure cancer or do something wonderful, and that's the role that you were meant to play. So listen to your inner voice. Whatever fulfills you is what you are meant to do.
0: Tell me a little bit about, before we wrap up, I'd like to know a little bit about your programs that you've got for the moms um, with the kids so that we can just understand what resources are out there and how someone can get a hold of you if they're interested or have questions or want to learn more. Okay. So I I have a podcast as well
1: called The Healthy Mouth Movement. Um, I have a blog called Dental Hygiene 411. I started that a while back. Um, So you can, however you choose to learn, Um, I have those different modalities and I have an Instagram account. And then I have um, a one-on-one where if you're having some issues and you need the physical therapy for your mouth, if you have a tongue thrust swallow, um, I can help you through that and guide you um, what needs to happen to help some of these symptoms that you have. I also have a mini Mayo program and a healthy mouth Academy. Um, And so that's how to take care of your child's teeth from birth to beyond. So I have a yearly program, a monthly program, or you can do a lifetime program where you get everything that I put in there. And it takes you from before you think about getting pregnant to pregnancy, to caring for your child's teeth, zero to three months, three months to six months, all the way up to um, adulthood and what you need to do to care for your mouth. So all of these things that I've learned, I'm just putting in there. So it just keeps growing as I learn things and put it in and I get feedback from other people as to what they need. Um, it's just my way to share all the stuff that I learned and, you know, the thousands of dollars I spent going down this rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. And it's a great resource because there's so many women who I know for me, for example, we don't get a great night's sleep. You know, we're tossing and turning and it makes all the difference in your mentality and your mindset and how you perform in the day when you get a really good night's sleep.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I'm constantly creating new programs just as people tell me what they need. So um, if you just go to um everything I do is on there and you can kind of click and follow me, whichever works best for you. Yeah.
0: And I'll make sure everything is linked in the show notes so everybody can have your website and how to get a hold of you and Instagram handles and whatnot. Um, because I think it's valuable and very important because our body is our whole body and you can't work on one part without it affecting another part. And when everything's not working well together, it leads to issues in health and mindset and you know just overall well-being because right. everything you have is inside of you, like you said. You just have to get the body working together. Yes. A yeah. yep. few questions before we wrap up that I ask all of my guests. What are you most proud of? Um, I
1: think that I'm most proud of my daughter. <laughs> I'm proud of not giving up and having her. She is an amazing child. I have learned so much from her. Um, so she is just, she is my reason why everything that I do. And, you know, she she taught me how to persevere and keep going. And that, you know, if you believe it, you can make it happen.
0: Yeah, I agree. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Oh,
1: I, it would be to listen to myself too, (laughs) because I didn't, I, I shoved all that down. I didn't have confidence in myself. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I thought people wouldn't want that. Um, I had people telling me someone else was already doing it. Um, So I would say, listen, listen to yourself. Listen to that voice that says you can do it because you can and do what lights you up.
0: And Sherry, final question. What brings Sherry joy? Um, Now in my life, helping others,
1: being able to um, take the experiences that I've had and create shortcuts for them and just see what a difference it makes in people's lives and know that everything that I've gone through in this life wasn't for naught and that I do have something to offer. And it's my passion to just be able to help people however I can.
0: Yeah. And that's what we do here at Wisdom of Women. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time today. Everyone, you can find all of the details in the show notes. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review so that you can get the notifications when the next episode releases. Until then, I will see you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom of Women. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and gained some valuable insights and inspiration. How to connect with me and our guests today, as well as any links can be found in the show notes. Please share this episode with your friends. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review, as it helps us reach more women like you who are seeking to learn from successful women leaders. Stay curious, stay hungry, and always push forward. We'll be back next week with another amazing guest. Until then, Keep chasing your dreams, and we'll see you next time on Wisdom of Women.